0: And welcome back to another episode of
1: EVIL! That that might have been the most original one you've done yet.
0: Thank you.
1: You started, (laughs) it felt like you started too low and you had to bail a little bit.
2: Yeah, I hurt my throat, I hurt my teeth, I was gritting my teeth. You know what might throw the listeners off one time is if they press play and they hear you begin and you're like, hello, welcome back to another episode of, and you go, evil man, just like that, and Evil
1: then,
0: man.
2: <laughs> and then they would be like, what is happening now? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode <laughs> of
1: evil men. <laughs> I
3: see you. Can I say
0: something to the listeners right now?
3: Please.
1: <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Thanks so much for tuning in.
1: You're so nice.
2: <laughs> wow, that's really nice. I like it. There's a weird... I, I'm going to say it. There's a weird energy here today on this show. I can feel it.
1: <laughs> well, we. Uh, this is our first episode... Uh, back back from in the concrete jungle the cottage <laughs>
0: Soul <laughs> um, Who are your favorite Soul Brothers? I'm going to go first Okay, Dan Aykroyd yep. and John Belushi <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Well uh, I would say John Goodman too oh. I'd say the little boy From Blues Brothers 2000 you're always going about the little boy this the yeah. Little boy that yeah.
0: They called themselves the Blues Brothers, but they were singing soul music. So yeah. really, they were soul brothers. Yes. So why did they call themselves uh, Blues Brothers? Yeah, it wasn't me. the blues. Yeah. Ah, whatever. Yeah. Tweet It's about a very this. funny movie.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, there's a lot of uh, you laugh out loud funny stuff happens. Yeah. In, in the blues Brothers. They go. We're on a mission from God. Yeah. They just literally, sincerely play the blues uh-huh. and get soul in car music. Chases. Sorry, soul music and getting car chases.
2: Imagine if like like they
0: sing, "I'm a soul man." (laughs) (laughs) I'm a soul
2: man.
3: (laughs) What would the equivalent be? So funny.
2: Rewind that, Papa. Like, what if Pete? (laughs) If Pete Davidson and like uh, who's another like white comedian right now? Like, if Pete Davidson and John Mulaney uh, made a movie where they just sing reggae songs around, (laughs) you know, and everyone's like, "Yeah, they're they're reggae guys." Yeah, I guess that's. I guess that would be similar. And then they hire a bunch of but do they legitimate have, reggae guys to back them up. <laughs> but would um, you know,
1: Pete Davidson and John Mulaney have like sunglasses on and fedoras because that
2: and, you can't forget that. Well, probably because that's not doesn't fit with the reggae vibe. They'd probably have dreadlocks. Okay. You know, and- Which Dan
0: Aykroyd wears in Trading Places. He dresses up like a reggae man. Yes.
2: <laughs> He's done them all. All the music
0: guys.
1: Chris, <laughs> we've talked about how Dan Aykroyd sings like the blues too much. Like at the end of The Great Outdoors and the credits.
0: The Great Outdoors has nothing to do with blues or soul. <laughs> and he does a soul song and dance. Yeah, in the restaurant where John Candy's character had to eat that whole steak. Yeah, and it's in the it's yeah.
1: over the closing credits, so the movie's already over. Yeah, and then for some <laughs> reason, there's this post movie scene where Dan Aykroyd sings the blues. And, and the rest of the cast are kind of well, dancing.
2: I, I would love it if Pete Davidson he, and always, John Mulaney made yeah. a movie, and during the credit sequence, it's them singing a version of Welcome to Jam Rock. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or yeah. No Woman, No Cry. But I would still watch
0: it if they dressed like the Blues Brothers. All right. Like, they don't have to go, like, some, uh, yeah, reggae costume. They should just do Blues Brothers costumes.
1: But clearly in The Great Outdoors, I'm sure Dan Aykroyd was like, hey, do you mind if I sing at the end? Like...
2: Imagine if I was like I mean that in the movie, and the audience needs <laughs> to see the, it's a it's a good guy.
0: They're actually going to be confused if I don't sing a soul song. <laughs> I, I
2: actually know what happened. They tested.
0: That's not how he
1: talks. How
2: does he, he talk? It's, it's, Do he know, doesn't
1: have a very obvious uh, impressionable <laughs> voice. No, he does or He face. talks very. He's like yeah. adamant
2: like this. I think we need to have some blues music at the end of the, That's at the, good. End of the movie. But I know Crystal had Vodka. Yes. I know the story, though, Chris. Do you want to hear why they had blues music at the end of The Great Outdoors? Doors? Yeah. They showed the film to a test audience as they did in Hollywood. Soul music. Mm-hmm. And the audience left and they were all sad and they were like, there was like a fight that broke out and the studio guys were like, whoa, whoa, break it yeah, up, break yeah. it up. Why are you, why are you so upset? Mm-hmm. And the audience, they're like, fine movie, but there's no like, Soul or blues at the end, sung by Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, light bulb went off, and they added that.
1: That same thing happened in the movie Predator. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they showed it to test people, and it was like, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it, uh, that other <laughs> dude from uh, Happy Gilmore who's really good. But there's no Dan Aykroyd's soul, so they actually added in the later DVDs, yeah. at the end of Predator, Dan Aykroyd goes through the jungle and sings <clears> a soul song knock on wood. to the Predator and to <laughs> yeah.
0: Arnold and... You're yeah. the one ugly motherfucker. And then yeah.
2: predator, yeah. predator sings Mustang Stally in, uh, yeah. Sally.
0: Mustang Sally. <laughs> 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 you got to work on your voice, <laughs> Predator. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here to accept his honorary doctorate at. Uh, PhD at uh, Harvard University is Mr. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, because it's like anything, like anything he's involved in, like soul music needs to play, and he's like, "This is mine." Yeah, I am soul music man.
1: Yep, friends, funerals, uh, anything. I feel like this is a this peep. This is a. People have made this joke before, I'm sure. But if this feels like a stand-up joke, like, so, you know, the Predator, he comes from a galaxy far away, Mm -hmm. millions of light years. Yeah. He's basically, he's got this mask, he's, you know, super advanced, and he has dreadlocks. You're telling me they have dreadlocks on the Predator planet? Doesn't that sound like a (laughs) stand-up joke to you?
3: Yeah.
0: And weird how it all comes around, too. Like, we were telling, we were talking about how John Mulaney and Pete Davidson should wear dreadlocks. Because they're new characters.
1: Mm.
2: They could be inspired by the. Just, pre-
1: they could be inspired by the Predator, so it's not really cultural appropriation in
3: that way.
2: Well, it is, well, but it's Predator's predator. culture. Yeah, true. I just actually pictured them in my mind for the first time with dreadlocks, and I burst out laughing. It's I just weird. pictured the yeah. Predator's
0: alien ship landing in the jungle, and all these like camouflaged commandos are like, "What is that?" And then the the door opens, <laughs> smoke comes out. And it's like, don't worry, about a thing. Got him.
1: <laughs> Every little thing's <laughs> that, that
0: vacuum gun.
1: <laughs> right. remember that? Is that the movie where he goes? Jesse get in that. the chopper. Yeah, get to the chopper. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jesse Ventura's in that too. Yeah, he's got yeah. that weird gun that sounds
0: like this, the rotating gun. Yeah. Uh, it's like a, yeah, uh, I forget what they're called, but it's like, it sounds like a vacuum. It's like. <laughs> and then
1: they, like, mow down, like, half the jungle. I heard an interview with John McTiernan, the director of that, nice. and he said it was, like, this crazy experience. And you know the tough guys in the, the tough guys in the movie, like, fighting the Predator, who, like, all die? Yeah. yeah. They, like, one of them apparently was, like, genuinely nuts and creating all this havoc on, on set. Oh. Predator.
2: Who? Um, th- or, I'll look it up. James, they have a name uh, for that. It's called Predator Syndrome. When you're shooting a movie in the jungle and you go nuts.
0: Oh, I thought that's when you were, like... <laughs> Uh, being hunted by the predator, and you <laughs> fall in love with them
2: <laughs> well it's it's also that
0: <laughs> I got predators fever,
2: did you know <laughs> Schwarzenegger and Tom Arnold <clears throat> were spotted like on Spadina here in Toronto the other day, riding right. uh like e bikes or something, and then people were taking pictures of them. that is cool. We got Arnold cool. in
1: Toronto right now. we got Adam Sandler in Toronto right now, Toronto's and Tom Arnold, as you say
2: you know what?
0: honestly people okay. People who listen to our podcast who aren't from Toronto, I'm just going to say it. Toronto is next level. (laughs) Hashtag. (laughs) Don't you think it's next level, guys?
2: Next level in the summer.
0: Toronto in the summer is next level city. Yeah. yeah.
2: So many stores and shops and restaurants and uh, stores. Um, Part the... A couple parks, a couple of parks that you shouldn't linger around too long, or else the cops will come. <laughs> so we're we're
1: back here in Toronto, yeah, and we've just been at a cottage for three days, four, three days, and uh, Chris, uh, we had a great time. We recorded a shitload of episodes Dude. and a shitload of bonus episodes there, so uh, we parked you know on Patreon. But um, I
0: microdosed right. shrooms. I ate gummies.
2: I made garbaritas, uh, p- the poor man's margarita. They were good. Mm-hmm. I had one.
0: Sweet. Probably not good for my blood sugar, but it was a delicious one-off treat. <laughs> I drank tons of
1: tequila, beer. Yeah. Yeah, that about sums it up. I, I was drinking Ace Hills and, <laughs> uh, and wine. I mean, it was a great time. Yeah. Uh, one night... You had, we s- you had a weed gummy with me? Yep, I did. We laughed? We d- yep. We laughed. We laughed. We laughed. They're we laughed legal. our heads off. They're legal now. They're legal in Canada. Right. Um but one night uh Mike went to bed. He goes to bed earlier than we do. And early
2: Chris, to bed and early to rise, et cetera.
1: You yeah. Know. And uh Chris, you and I stayed up. He did go to bed early every time. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's an early Mike's an old granny. Now that I think about it. Well, no, good for you. You you were getting up early. But we all had bad
0: sleeps and slept the same amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, that's no true. No matter when we went to bed. That's true. Sleep so was... what the fuck hey, is I, going on? I don't know. This is why I started this episode with the angry voice. Because we were getting four hours sleep each night or something. Yeah,
1: it sucked. I was tired. Shit. Um... One night when... There's
0: no airflow in the fucking cottage.
1: <laughs> Look, I can email the guy and complain. Do it. Okay. VRBO. <laughs> One Anyways. night when Mike went to bed early... <sighs> well, usually, actually, I would say almost every night Mike went... Hey, to- he's going to bed right now. <laughs> Mike, it's only 7 p.m.
0: So good um, night,
2: boys. We,
1: we watched movies on the couch when Mike went to bed.
0: Yeah, I was in the back of the couch and James was in the front. And we would get eat weed gummies and spoon on the couch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. You were sitting on the couch, and I was sitting in front of the couch, kind of in in between your open legs. (laughs) my
3: legs. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. your head was resting where my legs were (laughs) (laughs) open. I came downstairs
2: for a glass of water, and I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) And I was playing with your hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: you were doing my hair into a... Long, yeah, and we were watching ponytail. Sixteen Candles. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was really cute. <clears throat> it was cool. It was cool. Classic cottage situation. Um, the, one of the nights there, we were flipping through what could we watch, and you suggested this movie called Crank with Jason Statham. Yeah, Jason Statham. Yeah, and it was we. I, I watched the whole movie. I'm surprised
0: that. You didn't even know of it.
1: No, it was a really funny. Because I feel like crowd. everyone knows crank? it. Well,
0: oh, you don't know it either. I don't know a goddamn
2: thing about crank. Well, it's
0: not on Criterio. <laughs> Put it that way. It's not on moobs. Okay. It might be on movie. Might be on Criterio one day. But Jason Statham's oh, to the hardcore listeners of Evil Men, I can see the bad guy across from James's balcony now in the window. Yeah. Who? I'd love to be Jason Statham and Crank right now and just jump off that balcony through that window and give him what for.
1: Oh, I would too. There's his girlfriend.
3: Ah!
0: He scored her?
1: Yeah, I mean. The
0: windows are open and your door's (laughs) open.
1: (laughs) She just adjusted a daisy near the window where it's open. If they drew their motherfucking blinds, draw your motherfucking
0: blinds and stop yelling at my friend's girlfriend, you fucking loser. (laughs) Hey. And how'd you get your girlfriend? You're not going to last long. She's going to get bored of you soon, you fucking dumpy piece of shit.
2: Draw your motherfucking blinds is the funniest insult. It's like the opposite of an old Western.
0: Draw your motherfucking blinds. Not your gun, your blinds. I want those
2: Venetians closed. Fluff out your duvet, punk.
0: I want your blinds closed by sundown.
2: (laughs)
3: <laughs> Please <laughs> No but it you is true listeners if you know this drawn. deep
0: cut that we're referencing <clears> It's from a past James zone mm. And uh, yeah This is the perfect
1: view My girlfriend was out there working And a guy yeah. across this young guy yelled at her But this is the
0: first time that Mike and I Have had a great view of the residents Of their window with their blinds right wide open They do not look worth a spit I mean the girl looks great but the guy (laughs) the guy who yelled at James
1: is he kind of looks like Moe's from the office like Dwight's cousin but kind of bigger Uh, I don't remember yeah
0: no he looks like a guy who's like um clandestinely eating all the nachos and cheese dip at a party when everyone else is talking (laughs) to each other and having
2: nice cocktails belongs behind bars (laughs) <laughs> he belongs behind bars. Yeah. Um, but Crank, yeah, what is it? Crank, why is everyone okay, talking here's about Here's the
1: premise, okay? Chris, jump in. What if I'm wrong? Crank is like the energy drink of movies. <laughs> yeah. Okay, if the movie starts. Jason Statham. Statham. Is Statham, is it? Statham. Statham.
3: Statham.
1: <clears throat> He's been uh, captured by another gangster, Shit. And, they in- and they inject him with a poison. And they're like, "You're gonna die soon." Ha ha ha! Stupid. Yeah. So You're then, like, heart's gonna die. Then Jason realizes the only way he's gonna stay alive is by fucking being cranked. Basically, the it saps only w-
0: your adrenaline, so you have to do everything possible to maintain adrenaline at all times. Exactly.
1: The only it's way like he's speed. gonna survive it's is like if m- he's max adrenaline for an hour and a
0: that half. That sounds
2: exhausting. Yes.
0: Yeah. Until his doctor. A very casual, chill Dwight Yoakam. Yeah, who was good. What? Figures out a fix yeah. for him. Yeah, Dwight Yoakam kills it in the movie. The movie it really is good. It is really funny and, and crazy. Does he wear a cowboy hat? There's does he no movie does? like it. Maybe, actually. One of the things he has to do to maintain his adrenaline is he has sex with his girlfriend. Yes. A really funny, also good role, like a kind of stoner, Amy Smart. Yeah. In a stadium full of people watching.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it was. He steals I, a
0: cop's motorcycle <laughs> yeah. when he's got that like uh, g- hospital gown on with his butt showing. Yeah, it's really good.
2: That's a good device though to, to just fill a movie with the most extreme situations. A hundred percent. It's like speed.
0: And it's like speed. But, but the imagine bus, the is, the his bus heart. is
2: your heart. Imagine
1: yeah. you're the bus.
2: I go. Imagine the bus is your heart. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's kind of what he's like. That's kind of what it's like. It's so Don't go below 50 or the bomb will blow up. Hey, don't let your adrenaline drop or you'll blow up. And yeah,
0: so people listening like, fuck, like on the Discord or on Twitter, let's get talking about Crank and (laughs) Crank-like movies because it was such a blast. And here's a little surprise live on this podcast. James probably doesn't know, but there's a Crank too.
1: (laughs) Really? There is. I mean, hey, we'll save that for the next trip. Yeah, which is we want to go to Oax-
0: Oaxaca, Mexico. Yeah,
2: is is Crank Two's slugline? Oh crap! I've been cranked again. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good one. That's cranked good again. One.
1: I wonder what the premise of Crank Two is. Because it's almost I forget, but they go
0: way more extreme. Like he's literally How he falls out of like a plane and stuff. Maybe he has like, to be like wow. it's crazy.
2: Uh, climaxing. At all, like twenty four hours. Seven that's genuinely
1: week. how I feel, anyways. Right, every day I need to be
0: climaxing <laughs> I, every hour, tight. every like,
1: twenty four hours. I generally am wound too tight. I get stressed, yeah, anxious. You need to climax.
0: Well, that. But I was going to say you have a lot of sex, but you no one's ever made you have an orgasm. Apparently, that didn't you say right, that?
1: Right. Yeah. 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 So maybe that's it. But. No one knows how to work you yet.
2: Maybe you're right. You're a puzzle. You're the man puzzle. That's what everyone says. About yeah. you behind where's Jesus really? G-spot? Like, I'm,
1: I'm like the Saturday New York Times
2: yes. crossword. It's very, very hard to solve, to, and you don't yeah. want to do it with a pen. <laughs> Where, where's your clit? Where's mine?
1: Yeah. yeah I James. mean, I haven't even found the bloody thing. You know what's really
0: funny to me? One of the funniest jokes I've ever heard <laughs> Go on. is when a man goes, Where the fuck is the clit? It's like, ha, 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 I know, right? It can't just be that obvious thing on the top of the (laughs) vagina, you
1: fucking moron. (laughs) Now, Chris, (laughs) you probably don't know this. (laughs) I guess it is kind of stupid. It's like saying, you know, (laughs) where's your dick? Yeah, like you can sort of see it, I guess. Where's the toe? You didn't know this, Chris, before
2: you said that. That is very funny. We're not
1: talking about China over here. China.
2: China. You didn't know this The but wrestler, my, but anyways. I did just release a Netflix special, stand up special called oh, Where shit. the Fuck is the Clit, and I'm feeling pretty bad right now. You know oh, what, Mike? Though?
0: We're Netflix sorry. Netflix loves that kind of shit. So you're going to kill. Mike, so even though know. I'm blowing up your spot here, we yeah. don't have as many listeners as Netflix has yeah. viewers. And, you're going to kill it. Mike,
1: honestly. And it begins if, with a skit. If Chris and I knew that your stand up special was called Where is the Clit, where the we, fuck is the Clit? We wouldn't have made those jokes. Thank you.
0: Does it start with a pan into a bedroom window <laughs> and then shows a girl, and then you hear music going like... Hum,
1: hum, hum,
3: hum,
1: hum. And Mike's yeah. under and the she's covers.
0: Like, nope, that's not it. Yeah. And your and, head's and moving under the covers. Mike yeah.
1: pops his head up and goes, I'm so frustrated, I can't find your clit. And then the music goes... Hum, 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 hum.
0: And, and then, then, and then she's like, me. what
1: about that map I drew you? And then Mike pulls yeah. out a treasure map with an X on it, and he's yeah. like, it's not helping either. Okay,
0: let's give it another shot. And then he goes under and he goes, hum, 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 hum.
2: And The music is very
0: good. <laughs> anyway. and, hum, hum, hum.
1: You know and then, what then I mean? she's like, are you even <laughs> trying down there? And then she pulls up the covers, and Mike is, uh, I don't know.
2: I'm eating a, uh, eating a, a bologna <laughs> sandwich <laughs> and yeah. uh, a glass of Coca-Cola. Yeah. Yeah. I decided to eat something that I know is there for a fact and that I can truly yeah. enjoy.
0: <laughs>
1: If and I'm being honest, A I, bologna I <laughs>
0: sandwich on Wonder Bread.
1: <laughs> and I wink at the ca- If I'm being honest, I don't believe there even is a clit.
2: Yeah. And then I wink at the camera. <laughs> you know, that, like, comedy music from the 90s? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. That was good. And then the stage is shaped like a giant vagina. And I yeah. walk out wow. of it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ant.
3: And you know ant. 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 If yeah. if um the
1: stage yes was sort of a vagina, mm-hmm. and then I don't want to get too disgusting, but the no, 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 it's clitoral okay. hood or whatever is the kind of <laughs> where you stand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like you're kind of you become. Well, the joke the is like, oh, you become man. the
0: man in the little yeah. canoe. Yeah, in the little. And you bus. wear yes.
1: all flesh colored clothes. Well,
2: of course, <laughs> <laughs> and then Pink, half- like skin, like yeah, white guy Pink clothes, tight, Like, <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. And the joke <laughs> my opening joke is like, I know half of you in the room tonight can't see me. I'm talking about the fellas. Yeah. yeah. You know what Women I mean?
1: Women know all about me. Yeah. This is good. This yeah, is a yeah. one man fringe show where Mike Palazzo yeah. plays Maciterus. <laughs> yeah. That's is this is it, like yeah, yeah. it's about time a man it's directed play, by Judd Apatow played a woman's. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is a great idea. Yeah. Your special <laughs> would be called Where in the world is, you know... Well, Carmen, Clit Diego. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Carmen Clit Diego. Yeah, where in the world is Carmen Clit Diego? And I, I, I hire Rockapella to sing the opening songs. Oh. And everyone's like, this is very funny. Mm, like, boop yeah. do do well, is it over here bop or bop is it, it over there? <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Sometimes I think it's in her hair.
2: Yeah, yeah. Fuck, um, dude!
0: We make so many great money-making ideas on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. We just hmm. give them away.
2: Fuck, men can't find the clitoris, and women can't find the ass. <laughs> that's that's the way it is. Yeah, you know what I mean? honestly,
0: men are from Mars, women are from Venus, and transgendered people are just chilling here on Earth, going, "What the hell's up with these guys?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's good. That's a,
2: that, that's going to become a
1: very common uh, phrase. Yeah. So I I like it would that. make a good t shirt.
0: And for my transgender friends who listen, if you do
1: tell me what you think.
2: Because I want a percent. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what money, would money, you money? guys call your Netflix specials when they happen? Ooh, great question. <sighs> um hmm. And you can't use the where is the template. That's mine. Ah right. damn. Can we it. call it crank or
1: is that
0: too confusing?
1: Crank, crank comedy? Because my stand up
0: doesn't lose its adrenaline kick for the whole hour and a half that i'm on stage yeah so it is crank like but
1: i'll keep thinking i mean recent specials are called like triggered or yeah is what about something like what's the deal or or how about how about if my special is james hartnett these are crazy times
2: Mm -hmm. now that's a Good one. You know, you said that, and my eyebrow raised...
1: And then I could start my special yeah. going on about COVID, and yeah. like, you know, Maybe some people don't want to wear a mask, some people do want to wear a mask. Yes. I'm just here going, is everybody freaking nuts? Yes. And yeah. then I'll talk about
2: monkey pox. Now there's monkey yeah. pox. And people yeah.
0: listening, this is the voice James adapts when he does yeah. stand-up. It's a little different. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's then your podcast voice.
2: Yes. Chris, how about this for your special? Netflix presents Chris Locke uh, in... That wasn't on my bingo card. Oh,
0: that's good. But you know what? Because I'm wackier than you guys.
1: And you're dressed up like a bingo...
0: Dabber. Dabber. Well, I would do it if you guys really want me to do it. But I think we got to think of a title, to be honest, that captures my nonsensical you know, irreverence. Like I'm a Bozo the Clown type of guy. I'm nuts. What if you just you have can't sound? predict what I'm gonna say. You guys say it. You guys look right straight down the barrel and tell it like it is. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Whereas I'm like coming from I don't know where. What's he? What did he smoke to come up with that?
1: Well, Chris, you just came up with your title.
3: <laughs> oh!
1: What <laughs> did he smoke that? to come up with that?
3: Uh, nice <laughs> and snappy.
1: What did he smoke <laughs> to come up with that? That's good.
0: That's I really fucking good. fucking love it. I'm gonna send it. That yeah, honestly to your Morgan right album, now. <laughs> it'll album fit should on should a t-shirt
2: nicely it'll fit in your memory nicely hey. what did he smoke to come up with that
1: beep beep <laughs> <laughs> before we get to this week's evil men, we should mention that we have a patreon account oh and you can find it at patreon.com slash evil men oh and uh if you go to that website, you can sign up. You pay a little bit every month. Probably the cost of a a cup of coffee and a muffin at Tim Hortons. Yes, uh,
2: a blueberry muffin and a little uh, medium roast coffee. Yep.
1: For that price, you, you're good for the month. And you get uh, at least two bonus episodes a month. We just recorded a bunch at the cottage. They're yeah. wild. They're crazy. They're nuts. We also just did a bonus episode that's out uh, with Brandon Ash Muhammad. That's honestly probably the nastiest, most sexy, <laughs> horny episode we've ever done.
0: It's awesome.
2: Yeah,
1: we talked about uh, all sorts of stuff. Uh, Steamy with the downstairs, if you know what I mean. Yes. Hong Kong. And if you join the Patreon, you also get to go on our Discord, which is like a chat
2: room, um, and you get to come to our uh, fall retreat where we go to a monastery with some fans and we just have a silent week together. <laughs> we eat a very basic diet. No phones. No phones. Uh, intense physical exercise. Uh, you're not allowed to sleep. And you're, you have to sign a non-disclosure. Well, agreement. we're, we're yeah. still
1: workshopping
2: the monastery yeah. thing. Yeah. But you
1: can, the Discord is real. Yeah. And the episodes are real. <laughs> All right. Patreon.com. Slash evil man. beep. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> Beep beep. (laughs) Michael, uh, you chose this week's evil man. Who did you choose?
2: I'm choosing a guy who many art historians and critics consider to be the very first of the bad boy artists. Cool. Okay? So we're not talking about a a nice, you know, obedient painter or artist uh, sculptor or something like that. We're talking about a real badass, uh, a bad motherfucker. Michelangelo, Merisi de Caravaggio. Caravaggio. Ever heard yes. of Caravaggio? Guys, name rings a bell. It's that. It's
1: a name you hear, and you, you, in the back of your mind, you go, "Oh yeah, yeah, he was an artist or something."
0: You're always walking around the streets yeah. of
2: Toronto. You, you just hear conversations as you walk by, and you always hear yeah. like, well, 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 "Caravaggio, this, Caravaggio, that." Yes. Yes. Caravaggio's
0: yeah uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Can Caravaggio. Can I take your? You know what? With a name like that you got to be a hot guy. Like, anyone with the name Caravaggio, I'm thinking Fabio... You're not Wallace Shawn. You're not... You could not be Wallace Shawn and have your name be Caravaggio. (laughs) You'd have to change your name. Absolutely not. Um...
2: Yeah. So Caravaggio... (coughs) Excuse me. So Caravaggio, he was a 16th century Italian painter and... His work uh, is described by art critics as combining a realistic observation of the human state, both physical and emotional, with a dramatic use of lighting. Uh, his style hmm. is like chiaroscuro, uh, the play of light and shadow in Yes, in we painting. all know what
0: ch- chiaroscuro is, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Chiaras- Jesus Christ. Um
2: and fuck? So <clears throat>
0: condescending.
2: I had to look up the robot pronouncing it on the dictionary.com 20 times. Um Caravaggio, uh, as I said, he was like the first bad boy artist on record. He was disagreeable, violent, very thin skinned, and was responsible for several brutal deaths. Thin skinned
0: is a red flag for me when it comes to artists.
2: Yeah,
1: you know what's funny? You said like he his uh, style was playing with light and dark. I'm I I never took art history or anything, but you know I've gone to lots of galleries, like you know or you know. art galleries in different cities all right and i feel like every single painter they always go and you notice what's specific about him is yeah notice how he the interplay between light and dark oh. i feel like i've never seen a painting yeah. where they don't go notice the light in the dark how original
0: <laughs> my mom looks at paintings and tries to find the trick
3: oh yeah <laughs> like she yeah. goes
0: like what's that guy who does the stormy uh, sees John Smith something, you know, John William Smith or something like that. Yeah. I know John, mean, yeah. I, I just
2: know that painting of the goalie. That's the only painting I know. Uh,
0: <laughs> the good old hockey game, <laughs> it's everything we know. But the, oh, I hate that I forget this painter's name, but he's a British but guy. Your mom always sees Waldo paints, in every painting? <laughs> yeah, she goes, we were looking at it, uh, a bunch of family were in the art gallery looking at it, and it was like one of those stormy paintings. And uh, are you looking it up? Yeah, because I know what you're help. talking I'm about it. So you, you keep I'm, talking, and I'll. Uh... I know a lot of stuff. I just don't remember how to say it. And uh, she goes, Do you see it? And it's just like a stormy sky right. above the sea. Was it John Martin? Like a port. Maybe. Let me see his paintings. Yeah, John okay. Martin. But she goes, Do you see it? And we're like, What? Like the, this painting? Yeah. She's like, It's a dog. <laughs>
1: so your mom thinks that in the clouds is like a secret yeah the artist
0: always has to put something that you like another thing that you have to decipher in the painting a
2: secret dog it's
0: like every painting is like a 3d painting to her it's like
2: solved it yeah
0: do you see it there's fish down there there
2: is i don't think so this one has a car supposed
0: to be fish Okay.
2: That's an umbrella in the clouds. Like, an, uh, like
0: a painting is not a painting unle- unless there's like a surrealistic <laughs> type of trick to it. It's embarrassing.
2: <laughs> I remember once seeing the MoMA, I think, in New York, these Van Gogh Starry Night painting, and a bunch of people were gathered around it because it's so famous, and this guy was there with his girlfriend, I guess, and he was just like, yeah, I don't see what the big deal is. <laughs> <laughs> He was trying to impress his girlfriend by saying he didn't think much of Vincent Van Gogh.
0: Yeah, I mean, technically you can look at anything and say that. Yeah. And uh, you'd kind of be right, but that's really funny. (laughs) I don't see what the big deal is about the Big Mac. Yeah,
2: whatever. So, I want to tell you guys about the early (laughs) years. (laughs) You guys want to hear about the early years of Caravaggio? Yes. So, he was born in Milan in 1581 uh, the time of Shakespeare, I think just the tail end of the Inquisition or during the Inquisition. At this time, Milan was part of the Spanish Empire because all, all of Italy was just like city-states or regional kingdoms or duchies or something. Um, in 1576, the family moved to Caravaggi, a town uh, east of Milan. Should we move
1: to a town that is almost our last name? Yeah, sure. That's a good idea.
2: Vaggi, Vaggio. Uh, I'm uh, we're paging Dr. Freud here. <laughs> um... And the family <laughs> moved there to, to escape mm, a plague. Fragile. The plague. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Milan was infested with the plague, so the Caravaggio family moved to this town called Caravaggio, uh, where his father and grandpa both died on the same day in 1577. Oh, my God. That's a shitter of a day. From the plague? Yes.
0: So they moved, but the plague... Plague followed them. Shit. Yeah. Oh,
1: honey, freaky. I've got bad news. My dad died of the plague today. Well, get ready for even worse news. So did your grandfather. <laughs> Wait, is that who else died? Yeah. 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 Oh my yeah. god, are you kidding me? He died today too.
2: Yeah, Caravaggio. This is the worst.
1: One of the worst days of my life.
2: Caravaggio turns to the camera and goes, "Like, we sh- uh, this- Can we just erase today? <laughs> yes.
1: Can we like not have a done today? Take it out <laughs> of the calendar."
2: So he's raised by his mother, who had to raise five children in poverty. You know, no grandpa, no father around. Yeah, but
0: the Grim Reaper was always kind of nearby.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. to raise them, <laughs> <laughs> his brothers and sisters. I'm not the uh, dad, Ray. but I'm the dad who stepped up. It's a me, the Grim the Reaper. are gonna help raise you. It's me, Grim Reaper. <laughs> but guess, <Do-do-do>. guess what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Caravaggio's damn mother died also in 1584. The same year he began a four year apprenticeship to the Milanese painter Simone. Peterzano So he's already. Uh, I guess he's been identified as having some art talent. He has nice. parents now. He's going to start painting. Oh, I wish I
0: was a natural.
2: Yeah. No, it's, not, it's never too late. Um, Caravaggio <laughs> was around Milan. He was around like paintings. He was inspired by like Da Vinci paintings. Uh, a little painting called The Last Supper. Ever heard of it? He liked that, eh? <clears throat> he liked it. He learned from it. I like this thing. Eh, I don't
1: get it. <laughs> Trying to find a trick. Yeah. Do you see that? It's a
2: dog. <laughs> <laughs> see above Jesus' head? There's a balloon if you look closely. Um, and Caravaggio soaked up the, uh, the regional Lombard style of art, which valued simplicity and naturalistic detail, um, which was sort of out of step with the popular style at the time, which was like Roman mannerism, it was called. Right. So he's kind of like... I'm a different kind of guy. (laughs) He's Evolving the art form. He's evolving. He's very mysterious. He's brooding. Um, In 1592, Mr. Caravaggio, he leaves Milan. He says, smell you later. And he goes to a little town called Rome, Italy. And he left to pursue painting, but also uh, he was getting in trouble in Milan, and he had to sort of leave town after wounding a police officer. Jeez, he's kind of a tough guy, huh? Yeah, man. Mm. Best ever heard of Italian police officers in the 16th century.
1: Mm. There was a lot
2: of hard-boiled detectives. Mm -hmm. Right. So he's already kind of uh, on the streets. He's drinking and brawling a bit uh, from a young age. Mm. Leaving town because he punched a cop in the gut or the face. So he goes to Rome. He's got no damn money. Not a... Lira is that what the Italian currency would have been? Hmm. And within a few months he starts uh, he gets a job as like an apprentice doing hack work for You're a fired. <laughs> Yes, he was on celebrity apprentice. <clears throat> and um, he was doing hack work for a successful painter named Giuseppe Cesari who was the pope's favorite artist. Who's more successful uh, who's more famous now though? Cesari or
1: Caravaggio?
2: Caravaggio ding 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 yeah. ding ding Yeah. Sucker. Yes. Hey,
1: I'm the Pope's favorite artist. Yeah. Oh, cool. It is cool. (laughs) Okay. What do you mean? (laughs) Why are you being sarcastic? It is cool. The Pope. Wow. The Pope likes you. Okay.
2: Um. So check this out. Have fun
0: trying to have sex with the Pope.
2: (laughs) I don't want to have sex. Oh. So check this out. He's a bit of a tough guy, right? He left Milan because he punched a cop, um, and now he sounds b- like a punk. He's a punk rocker in the USA, and he's hey uh, pig.
3: <laughs> what?
2: He has got <laughs> punched by Caravaggio. Yeah. So he's yeah. Policia. <laughs> he got uh, had to get out of dodge, and now he's working as an apprentice for his, for this artist who's the Pope's favorite. And he's a tough guy, and his job is painting flowers and fruit in the factory workshop, right? And wow. was his life directed by Piero Pasolini? Basically, in a... I think, didn't he make a... Someone made a film about Caravaggio. Probably, mm-hmm. I don't know. So he, he's he's painting the walls of a factory. No, he's making paintings in a factory.
1: Oh, sorry, I, I misunderstood. Dude, <laughs> so you're the, fucking... <laughs> James has the
0: Jays game on his phone. Oh,
2: my God. We're talking about a 16th century fucking legendary painter. I wasn't
1: looking at it. I just had looked on the break. Right. So,
0: James, welcome back, (laughs) Buck Martinez.
2: James, do you like baseball more than the paintings of Caravaggio? (laughs) Guys, we took a break. I checked the score. So he's a tough punk painting flowers and fruit for this boss, right? Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, And suddenly there's this boom in the art biz in Rome, Demand for paintings to fill all the, the new churches and palazzi being built at the time. That sounds like fucking fun, bro. Yeah. And then also,
0: did the Medici still rule or what? I think they were slightly earlier. They were earlier because they, they were patrons of da Vinci, right?
2: But their family lineage went for a long time. Eh, whatever. Cares? It cares? It fell in 1494, the house of Medici. Oh, so, I don't know what well, the fuck I'm before talking before about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Sorry, guys. Oh, it's fine. I'll talk a bit more about Caravaggio's painting style because it's so fascinating. Yeah. Um uh, And that's also a type of Portuguese chicken. Yeah, that's C- what I've been thinking, too. Sometimes you're like, am I painting or am I eating a delicious meal with yeah. those little potato balls with the hot sauce? Mmm, and rice. Mm-hmm. So his innovation in painting uh, was considered radical. It was radical naturalism that combined close physical observation with a dramatic theatrical use of chiaroscuro, you know, light and shade, the play of it. His paintings are often quite dark, if you look at them, mm. and his style came to be known as tenebrism. I don't get it. Um, I got this from NPR. An art historian uh, says that the artist rejected the uplifting Baroque style so dear to the Catholic Church and plunged biblical narratives into the gloom and desperation of contemporary reality. So he would, uh, well, I'll get to it later, but he, he took things from his life, his gritty life in Rome, and applied them to like religious painting uh, mm. subjects. So he's in Rome. Now, Caravaggio's starting to get a bit of a name around town for paintings, uh, bangers like Boy Peeling a Fruit, uh, Boy with a Basket of Fruit, or a Painting... We all love called Young Sick Bacchus. <laughs> you guys, you guys know these ones, right? Young Sick Bacchus. Eh? <laughs> that be a great rapper name. <laughs> yeah.
1: So is what that do-
0: Bacchus, the uh, Greek god of f- uh, wine only- and partying? Yeah. And drama. But he's sick. Okay, I'm looking at boy here, James.
2: Mm-hmm. And James, you have boy with a basket of fruit on the wall in your bedroom. I do, yes.
3: Uh, yeah. So I'm, yeah, really familiar. Well, you've with You've taken
0: out the fruit and put in other things. <laughs> yeah, and, we and don't. You need called to. it boy with the boobies.
1: <laughs> we don't need to Mark. look at that
0: painting, eh? I can definitely so this, see. By the way, like you said, his work is, with light and shadow. This is boy peeling fruit. We're looking yeah, at. Yeah, and the boy's shirt is undone quite long. He's low. kind of got a V neck. I think. I think they all dress like that. I don't think it's supposed to mean anything. Great haircut. Yeah. Considering the, how long ago it was. Yeah, and uh, Um,
2: he's he's literally just peeling some fruit. I mean, there's no two ways about it. The little kid, he's peeling some fruit in the dark. His face of concentration is uh, quite,
0: uh, you know, interesting. But yeah, it's definitely his work of light and shadow, because there's a deep, dark shadow behind the boy with nothing else illuminated.
1: It kind of looks like he's in a black cave being lit by a spotlight. Or almost mm-hmm. like
0: the boy is the light shining the light onto the fruit in front of
1: him. And there's
2: young, sick Bacchus looking sick as F.
1: Okay, we're looking at the painting, young, sick Bacchus. It looks like, uh, who's that Who's that American comedian, Brandon Ward- Brandon Wardell? Oh, he looks like Brandon he Wardell. Sort of he sort of does.
2: But is also, that Brandon Wardell? Well, maybe if also, was, back- was that
0: painting about when Bacchus um,
2: got COVID for a bit? Bacchus got COVID for a little bit because he was sort of a COVID denier and he supported the, the truck's yeah. The truckers in Ottawa in the winter. Oh, last year. man.
0: I'm looking at some other Caravaggios and, like, okay. Yeah. Talk about light and shadow. Apparently. His figures are always illuminated. Uh, yes. Uh, and, and practically, basically pitch black behind them. Yes. Every now and then you see, like, a red curtain, maybe. But, yeah, not much. It's really about the characters being glowingly illuminated.
2: And they're not painted, like, they're not painted in a, literally painted in a, uh, complimentary light, they're very realistic and brutal. Uh and the young sick is apparently self-portrait. Shit, dude. Self portrait. Have you fucking seen this one? I'm gonna get to the headless he does a lot of headless Oh, is that uh, John the Baptist? Uh hollow or something, but I'm gonna get um. to him. he did a bunch of severed heads lately or er, later in his career. So okay. um after painting these bangers of the boy peeling fruit, boy uh jumping through sprinkler, whatever, mm-hmm. Caravaggio left uh the Pope's favorite artist, Cesare. And he said yeah. uh, he was determined to make his own way after they had a big fight. Jeez. Right? He was like, I'm not painting any more fucking flowers and fruit for you, man. I don't care if you're the Pope's favorite artist. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. how I
0: feel to and be honest. And he
2: called him a fuckface. Yeah. Is did it say that hey, in Wikipedia? Fuck face. Well, in Italian, yeah. Did Fuc- he say it like Marky Smith? Fuc- hey, fuck fuckface. Hey, <laughs> fuckface. A Um now he's on his own, cut loose after he's made a bit of a name, and he's int- he gets involved in the 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 world of like the Roman demimon and the the art scene and the sort of uh, the underworld in Rome, and he meets some extremely important uh, movers and shakers in the Rome art scene, and these friends introduce him to some influential art collectors and buyers, right? And he's also introduced to the world of Roman street brawls by his friend, the architect. Honorio Longhi. What are Roman street brawls? It keeps coming up when you read about Caravaggio. I guess Rome. I guess it was a thing that happened, just like a lot of violent hmm. street urchins fighting uh, for wine and bread, grapes. I, yeah. Huh. It's like I think boy peeling fruit's the best painting. No, <laughs> I think boy uh, peeling a boy peeling a hard boiled egg yeah. is the best painting. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Next thing you know. Blows are exchanged. Did you ever
1: watch that HBO show Rome? I didn't. I did. It, it was. Did you ever watch that Chris Rome, the HBO show?
0: No, I always wanted to. It's pretty
1: good. I mean, it's really uh, sensationalistic, but it's good. But it mm-hmm. really portrays ancient Rome as very violent and very. Well, I'm going to say horny. There's a lot of sex. It seems like death, everything violent.
2: Everyone was horny. Everything smelled and. Yep. Um, people were in a hurry to do stuff because they were gonna die at the age of 33 or something yeah mm.
0: it's not like today yeah. we have a longer amount of time to live and that's the only difference yeah
2: <laughs> so Caravaggio he's let loose in Rome he's beginning to make a name uh, with paintings you guys have probably heard of like the fortune teller which was a banger uh, and it was uh, it was in a style that was new for Rome um, and then he did a painting called The Card Sharps, which attracted the patronage of Cardinal Francesco Maria del Monte. What year is this now? The, like, 1587, 88. Ew, I um, was
0: talking on the mic the whole time Bruno's goober was on it.
1: Yeah, you left the mic right by his face and uh, mm. Bruno goobered the mic. I would
2: mic. love to see how Caravaggio would have treated that subject in a painting. What? Th- Boy what? using dirty microphone. <laughs> Boy using microphone The cat got snot on. So Caravaggio impresses this art collector, uh, the Cardinal Del Monte, who was one of the leading art connoisseurs in Rome, and in Del Monte's art-loving circle uh, for them, Caravaggio executed a bunch of intimate uh, paintings called The Musicians, The Lute Player, uh, Tipsy Bacchus, uh, and a painting called Boy Bitten by a Lizard. So things are looking up. He's painting lizards and boys for members of the Catholic Church. Um, yeah, that's a good. Well, you
1: know, um, that makes sense because, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, issues with boys with the Catholic Church. And also, the more things change, people, hey? The Catholic Church is fighting the lizard people, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. Yes. You know, watch some David Icke, folks. Yeah, absolutely. Tipsy Bacchus is freaking beautiful. <laughs>
0: I genuinely love it.
2: I'm a tipsy Bacchus. Let's see. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's pretty neat. You're like you can tell he's got a nice buzz. If he has too much more, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, in the
1: in the painting, Bacchus's face is quite rosy. He yeah. must be a little bit drunk, I guess, which yeah. makes
2: sense. Rosacea. Yeah. Yeah. That's when Bacchus feels confident that he can you know, talk to girls, he feels mm. like he can... Dance. Uh, dance, he can tell... F- he's, he's like, I'm funnier, you know, mm-hmm. after I've had a few glasses of wine. Social lubricant. I yes.
0: got on my first watercolors kit the other day from Michael's, the art supply shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man. yeah. Do you think I could do this?
2: Well,
3: a yeah. tipsy Bacchus? Yeah. Yeah. I think, think
2: I could do a tipsy Bacchus? We yeah, think everyone Chris. listening could do a tipsy Bacchus. So Caravaggio, now that he's got a, a patron in the church, he starts making paintings on religious themes uh, in a realist style. Now he'd be doing it on TikTok. And, Absolutely. I know. It's
0: like you wouldn't even have time to like even discover yeah. the depth of your talent because you would be dancing like a fool on TikTok.
2: Yeah. So he's doing <laughs> understated, deeply spiritual paintings um, that, that are bangers like a painting of Mary Magdalene, uh, a beheaded head of Holofernes, Religious stuff, and these works uh, increased his fame and uh, his reputation, and to the point where he suddenly became the most famous painter in Rome. Cool. Did the, did he ever paint a whale's penis coming out of the water? Yes, for the Grand Inquisitor of the Spanish Inquisition. You know
1: what? It sounds Do you like guys the type of thing <laughs> he'd request. If in it's 1589, you're a rich lord, okay.
2: Mm-hmm. I like it, James. Okay. Don't you think?
1: Don't if, stop. If you if you were patronizing a painter and paying him money to create his beautiful works, would, don't you think you'd be like, "Hey, um, yeah, I love the idea of like, could you paint me? Maybe like, you know, can you sex paint? Yeah,
2: can you paint like?" And then just you know put it in a little notebook. I love your tipsy yeah. Bacchus, but can you do Bacchus like jerking off? <laughs> I am the cardinal of Rome. <laughs> you know that
0: woman I love down by the fishmonger, the, by the, the fishmonger's wife. You know how I have a crush on the fishmonger's wife. Can you paint a painting that is POV of me going down on her? <laughs>
1: Could you paint a, a jerk-off instructions? <laughs> no, but I was just
2: going to say... Um, oh what? Could you paint... Let's just say Bacchus has a stepsister.
3: <laughs> and she's yeah.
2: stuck in the... Well, they didn't have dishwashers back then, but... What if but Bacchus is
0: not the only one who's tipsy <laughs> and his stepsister... Yeah, yeah. Is, is stuck in a, a regular barrel. <laughs>
2: And there's, I guess, a fucking bowl of fruit somewhere. Yeah, I <laughs> Yeah, know. yeah, you need to put
0: the fruit in. Yeah, and
2: a lizard or whatever, anyway. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but so no, I was going to say, the, some people say now, the photo that we've all known as the one photo of possibly being Loch Ness Monster.
1: Oh, I saw something <laughs> about that. Some yeah, people yeah. are
0: saying now that it's a whale penis coming out of the water. Really? Damn. And they've shown footage of a whale spinning upside down underwater and its penis looks like that.
2: What was the whale looking at if that's what the Loch Ness monster is? That's what I <laughs> want to know.
1: I think it was looking at the moon's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a normal sort of goldfish swims by and
2: the when <laughs> you see the moon's ass and you're a horny whale, that's a whoa. That's a Loch Ness. <laughs> um Loch Ness. I'll try and skip through <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry to get confused two stories back to back here.
2: Well, I'm establishing his, his painting credentials before I get to the, the crazy part yeah, because of so far, not evil. Right. I a, genuinely love yeah. art, yes. Mike. So I'm, yes.
0: I'm in, interrupting you because I'm, I ate so much flock and chicken. Yeah. But this yeah. is like... I love this.
2: So he's the most famous painter in Rome. He's got uh, commissions from the church, and he starts getting in, uh, into some trouble because of the way he treats religious uh, subjects. He was hired to decorate a chapel... In Rome, and he hey, did. Can you decorate my chapel? He did some paintings of the martyrdom of Saint Matthew, where he got in trouble because the way he painted Saint Matthew was like he was like a a bald, naked peasant, and he looked dirty and stuff. And the church was like, "Why don't you make him look like an angel?" And why did he do that? Because he he used people from like the underworld, like yeah. low lives, gamblers, mm-hmm. criminals, prostitutes. Uh, as models for these religious paintings, interesting. Yeah, so he's pr- probably
1: pretty subversive. Yes, and you said earlier he used kind of like a gr- like the grittiness of his own rough upbringing and it applied it to religious stories, which was revolutionary, I guess. And, and he's at the time. and so he's painting like these these figures as though they're people he knew too, like rough people. That's yeah. actually pretty cool.
0: It is. it is, and I joked earlier that yeah. he was punk, but he was punk. He
2: was fucking punk. And Caravaggio,
0: so, man, he's probably Richard uh, Hell's inspiration.
2: Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> and uh, um, Tom Verlaine, Tom Verlaine, and um, So, and because Green he was Day doing this, he inspired Green Day. Uh, yeah, he inspired Green the Day song and "American." And Green Day, James. So, he polarized people in Rome because young painters saw him as like their hero. He was like a Bob Dylan guy, a uh, uh, you know revolutionary rebel guy. But older people in the church denounced him for. Um, Using local people in religious paintings. Hey, man, I'm just telling it like it is. Yeah. Uh, he went on to secure a string of prestigious commissions, however, for religious works featuring violent struggles, grotesque de- decapitations, torture, and death. Um, he. Yeah,
0: so I saw a couple, a bunch of the de- decapitation paintings, and they're fucking cool. They're, they're good. They're fucking
2: crazy. But, yeah. Genuinely, they're really Amazing. And critics thought that his realism was too vulgar, also. Um, so he's doing these... Wait till they get alone at us. <laughs> this town needs Things a caravaggio. <laughs> <laughs> um, he got in trouble for a painting called The Death of the Virgin, which is about Jesus' mother. Um, it was commissioned, and he, people were mad because he used a well-known prostitute as his model for the Virgin Mary, which I feel like even if you did that today, there would be an outcry by Yeah, so you
1: are 100% right.
2: Yeah, and this is a hop skip and jump away from the Vatican, right? And 500 years ago. Yes, but because he had he was literally commissioned and had protectors in the church and the aristocracy, he sort of got away with it time and time again until he stopped getting away with so it. So
0: how did he what did he say? Did he do you have record of him
2: saying anything to the public who are up in arms? I didn't find any uh, quotes, any quotes Quote about that. But I think his point of view was that like this is th- how people in Christ's time were. They weren't aristocrats. They were the poor. Jesus hung out with prostitutes for real, and like and low lives. So why elevate them to make them look perfect? That really yeah.
1: in this sort of American, um, you know, whitewashed Christianity. Yeah, they really don't dig into that part huh no that jesus was like a poor guy hanging out with lowlifes basically yeah they really no, just now he's from sort of america yeah. and he's, he's awesome from iowa
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's
1: so he looks like rambo <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: wait do does it jesus does the do the mormons think jesus really was american no that that the, the guy found the tablets in you in in Utah, John Smith or
0: whatever. Yeah, what you think
2: that Jesus came to America. Isn't they, that it? I don't know. He oh. came be- to
0: America, smoked a ciggy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yep.
2: went to the Playboy Mansion. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Said every backwards thing that they believe in.
2: So we've established that Caravaggio was a, a artistic rebel who was very divisive, and he hung out with, you know, criminals and low lives in Rome. I'm going to get to his legal problems and his flight from Rome. So he he led a tumultuous life. He was notorious for brawling, as I mentioned before. Um, And there are many uh, existing police records and court transcripts about his court cases. Uh, It's claimed that around 1590 to 1592, Caravaggio um, committed a murder, Whoa! which forced him to flee Milan, first to Venice, then to Rome. Then, in 1600, while living... At the Palazzo Madama, with his patron, who was a cardinal, Del Monte, Caravaggio beat a nobleman named Girolamo Stampa de Montepulciano, uh, who was a guest of the cardinal. He beat this guy with a club, resulting in an official complaint to the police. Was it just drunken debauchery? Yes. So he would walk around after doing a a blitz of work uh, for like a month after he worked, he would just walk around drunk with a sword and just... Go out looking for fights. You're kidding. And he would often get arrested and spend time in this Roman jail called the Tor de Nona. But because he was so well-known and had powerful friends, he sort of was like let off with a warning again and again and again. Wow. That's kind of. like
1: after we got all those podcasts done in Port Dover, Mike, and yeah. you, you went into Port Dover with a sword. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I didn't give a fuck. Um,
0: also, I just want to say another connection here. The Cardinal... Del Monte, Del Monte. Mm, makes me want to eat makes a, uh, a really good fruits? canned tropical fruit salad. Mm. I, I was thinking of the ad
1: Del Monte fruit and juice. Del yeah. Monte. yeah.
2: Imagine an ad where for Del Monte pineapples where it shows Caravaggio killing a guy and fleeing Rome. And then he's <laughs> like, oh, no, I need, I need to bring one thing with me for my trip. A can of Del Monte <laughs> pineapples. I need to get the
0: fuck out of here. Del Monte.
2: <laughs> so in the midst of all this, he's going to jail, getting in trouble. He's still painting religious paintings. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, that are very beautiful, uh, such as bangers like The Taking of Christ and the Amor Vincent Omnia. These sound better than Boy Looks at Fruit. Boy playing Saga. Shit, I'm on the
1: run. Where the fuck can I paint? <laughs> <laughs> In
2: 1603, he's arrested again. Uh, this time, and this is interesting, he's arrested for defaming another painter, a rival painter, named Giovanni Baglione, who sued Caravaggio for writing offensive poems about him and distributing offensive poems.
0: That ought to show him.
1: I, I, I'm surprised you could sue for that back then. Hey, a man's
2: name and reputation are worth more than paint. I've so, written
0: so many offensive poems about people, no one cares. Yeah. I mean, they're
1: all in my We had book. that argument, and then you wrote an offensive po- poem yeah. about me and mailed it to me. I just. I know. And we had to talk about it for a long time. Mm. We had to sit down and have moderated chats
3: <laughs> i just be, make our friendship
0: people. whole again yeah, yeah.
1: the poem yeah. was it hit you hard it well the thing was it was just so beautiful but i didn't it like hurt. the content i yeah. know and the calligraphy. i put a lot of work
0: into it you yeah took, the letters were so beautiful. even the presentation <laughs> <laughs> that was a
1: hard time for us james uh i'll, I'll never forget that poem
2: between may uh, and october 1604 Mr. C was arrested several times for possession of illegal weapons. He's walking around Rome with a sword and for insulting city guards. It's so funny to think of. So he just really, like, once he broke bad,
0: he really broke loose.
2: He was also sued by a tavern waiter for having thrown a plate of artichokes in his face.
1: Wow. (laughs) Fuck,
0: dude. This guy is, like, (laughs) up there at the height of CBGBs. Yep.
2: I'm getting Lou Reed vibes. Um... I'm getting... Uh, or Colin or, p- 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 or like a Hollywood p- bad boy. Charlie Sheen. Um, oh, fuck. In 1605, Caravaggio was forced to flee Genoa for three weeks after seriously injuring a notary in a dispute over a woman named Lina, who was Caravaggio's model and lover. Um, he attacked the notary with a sword, causing a severe head injury. He attacked who with a sword? A notary. Oh. And upon his return That's to Rome, crazy. more trouble. Get this: No. Caravaggio was sued by his landlady named Prudenzia Bruni for not having paid his rent. This and out of spite, he thinks, threw. Yeah, I was going to say, out of spite, Caravaggio threw rocks through her window at night. <laughs> he's nonstop, full throttle.
0: It's like How's he's on this Frank. For rent.
3: Ugh.
0: It sounds like around this time he had to keep his heart going. On crank speed, adrenaline
2: style. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. Did, did, is there anything in there about him being injected with a poison by a gang?
2: Sorry, I was right. That's the next thing I have in the Google Doc. Yes, he was injected by an apothecary with a poison that uh, made his heart happen. <laughs> it's the only thing that can justify his nonstop uh, he, you know lack what? of respect
0: for any this kind guy, of civility.
1: Hey, he needed therapy.
2: Yes. Yeah. Better gotcha help.
1: help. Caravaggio will literally paint a painting of Bacchus instead of going to therapy. <laughs> tipsy Bacchus. <laughs> tipsy yeah, Bacchus. <laughs> tipsy
2: Bacchus. <laughs> he's a mess. He's drunk. He's, uh, he gets hospitalized for an injury where he fell on his own sword when he was out drunk one night. Um, hmm. And uh, yeah, he's generally just sort of getting sword a Sword control now. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. He would just wander the s- city at night looking for people to fight with and argue with. Caravaggio's a damn out-of-control guy, like the Tasmanian devil, and his greatest problem um, began on May 29th, 1606, when he killed a guy named Ranuccio Tamosani, who was a gangster with a wealthy family, and uh, Ranuccio died in a duel with swords. The two had argued a bunch of times. They didn't like each other, old rivals, and they often fought, but this time it got fatal. And no one's sure exactly what the fight was over. Some people think that they were quarreling over a gambling debt uh, or a tennis match. And still I others... I say tennis match. Yeah. Would you kill for a tennis match? Like that was a double fault. No, it wasn't. I'm going to kill you. And then some people say <laughs> that the fight was over a well-known uh, Roman prostitute who had modeled for Caravaggio, who was also Tomasani's... Uh, Tomasani was her pimp. Oh. Dude, this sounds like...
0: um,
2: You know, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. S- interesting. And he castrated Tomasani also during the... Whoa! During- I'll just bur- be-
1: burying the lead here. I'll yeah. just be taking these with me. So
2: they're Boy f- with balls! <laughs> they're-
1: <laughs> so they're fighting over a woman. Yeah. She maybe Caravaggio likes her or loves her or something the other guy is her pimp
0: yes
2: and
1: then they get in a big fight and Caravaggio cuts off his balls
2: yeah wow total alpha move you know yeah
0: alpha dog beautiful painter yeah
2: now his patrons had always been able to like shelter him and get him sort of off with a slap on the damn Italian wrist in the past but this guy who was killed he was from a wealthy known like aristocratic family yeah had connections to so suddenly his patrons are like, we can't help you. Caravaggio gets the fuck out of Rome. So
1: that's like if your Patreon account is yeah. deleted.
2: Yeah. So he gets out of Rome and he goes to Naples and Malta and Sicily. He's just he's basically on the run for the rest of his life, his short life. Um, after Naples, he goes to Malta um, where he's made a knight of Malta. Hmm. They the didn't Knights give a Colubus. shit about this castration. Okay. No. No. And he hoped that his Knights of Malta friends could help him get a papal pardon. So he starts making a bunch of nice art for the Knights of Malta to try and like, uh, <laughs> like impress them to help him or whatever. Okay. And he uh, does some major works. He's still painting during this whole time and developing his, a his style. He's a workaholic. One of his major paintings that some consider to be one of the most important works in Western painting is a work called Uh, Beheading of St. John the Baptist, which I think you held up before. Okay, yeah, Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Really beautiful painting. The thing is, is it sounds to me like he was a workaholic, yes, addicted to expressing himself with his paintbrush and canvas, but also maybe he should never have stopped painting. That's what kept him out of trouble. People should have just kept putting next canvas in front of him after next canvas, otherwise... He starts killing people, throwing rocks through people's windows. Throwing artichokes. <laughs> throwing artichokes at respectable people.
2: So he starts painting all these scenes of severed heads and it's interesting because when he fled Rome he was sentenced to be beheaded for murder and there was an open bounty uh, on his head enabling anyone who recognized him to cut his head off. And where was he safe? Uh, well he fled to first Naples then he's in Malta
1: now. That's a crazy law. And yeah. If they, Do you see him... You, you may cut his head off. <laughs> okay. And if we see him, we're going to cut his head off. Okay. I, I he did guess. that in the States. He'd be like, if you see this criminal, you are the United States government allows you to cut off their head. Yeah, America's most wanted. I'm going to find him. I'm going to cut his head right <laughs> off. Oops, I cut off the head of the wrong guy. Oops, I cut off the head of my wife's friend, Tony.
0: Was that when it wasn't known as all of Italy yet? They were just separate little cities? They were I mean city-states and yeah. duchies. Yeah. City states, yeah. Yeah,
2: it wasn't, you know, Italy was it wasn't so quite late. Eight, late 1800s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very new country.
0: Um, so that's why he could hide country. there and Also the Rome genre, <laughs> genre, the musical genre. Yep. Couldn't do anything.
2: Yes, once you left the border, I guess you were free. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so he's in Malta. He's se- sought refuge there. He's got friends. He's now a knight of Malta. Things are going his way. But in, in 1608, he's arrested again and imprisoned for brawling and severely injuring one of the Knights of Malta. Uh, and this doesn't sit well with the organization. So is he a big
0: drinker or something? Or is he bipolar or something? He, he
2: just did weed gummies, but... Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, he's a mess. So he had to escape from Malta, which was already his refuge, right? And the the Knights of Malta called him, quote... Uh, he had been expelled as a foul and rotten member wow. of the night. He's toxic. He's a toxic man. He ends up in Sicily, right? Sure, home of uh, Sophia from Golden Girls, I think. Oh, and he meets up with an old friend from his Rome days, and they go on a big tour together, like um, Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon in uh, the trip. In the trip, it's fun. They're touring around, painting, selling their works, getting commissions and stuff.
0: Doing their impressions of Michael Caine. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: My name is Michael Caine.
2: You're only supposed to blow the bloody
1: doors off. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Singing ABBA, the
2: Mm -hmm. winner takes it all. Yeah. So good. Now, contemporary reports apparently around this time describe Caravaggio as a man whose whose behavior was becoming increasingly bizarre. Yeah, but there was
0: also a couple people that described him as totally fine I don't get what the big deal is
2: <laughs> he's fun to party with
0: yeah he's always been nice to me <laughs> yeah I don't know Caravaggio like he's always been nice to me uh, I, I have heard that stuff I hear what you're saying but he's always been nice to me
2: I know he's fucked up but when I look at those you gotta hand it to him all those paintings of boys with fruit and bowls <laughs> Yeah, you know one of the greats I don't know. can you separate the artist from the mass murderer? <laughs> He's sleeping fully armed and in his clothes at this time he's ripping up paintings at the slightest word of criticism, so he's just like he's like a, a, a trick what do they call it a feather hair trigger yeah hair hair trigger person I'm blanking on that expression
1: too, yeah? but I know exactly yeah. what you mean
2: and he's mocking local painters and making fun of his uh, he's, other he's painters trolling
1: he's trolling them
2: yes, yes
3: uh. and <laughs> okay. <laughs> That was an accident.
0: <laughs> that hundred percent was an accident. I've had a long day in the sun with my it's daughters. I'm sorry, it's not the Caravaggio is extremely interesting. And we're to coming me. to the end, so he's he's. But it is very interesting to me. He's
2: behaving weirdly. But others say he's his whole life been a bit of a weirdo. Um, there are reports of him being someone calls him quote extremely crazy, um, and that Caravaggio um, increased his his weirdness increased after being in Malta. Now, he starts telling people that he needs to get out of uh, Sicily now because he's afraid that there are people after him, papal agents, or people he just refers to as his enemies. So he's going a little bit nuts. Reminds me of uh, an Italian, Randy Quaid. How old is he here? Well, he died at 39, so he's like 37, Do you think he had like a slight schizophrenia or something? Well, we're going to get to something that links up to two episodes ago very soon. Oh, interesting. Basically. He's back in Naples... Uh, after nine months in Sicily, uh, and his biographers say that he was uh, complaining about being pursued by enemies, and he sought out a safe place there. Still painting, still developing his style. In 1609, he's in a fight. There's an attempt on his life. Uh, Maybe he was ambushed by guys from the Knights of Malta who want to seek revenge. And those guys are fucking... Yes. You don't want to run into the Knights of Malta in a dark alley.
1: <laughs> Jesus.
2: His face is severely disfigured and fucked up, right, in this in this fight, so he's scarred now. Shit. Say hello to my little friend. It's a paintbrush. Yeah. Rumors start to circulate he's dead. He paints more severed head paintings. Salome with the head of John the Baptist. Uh, and he gives this painting uh, to the Grand Master of the Knights of Malta, hoping that it, this will, like, mend fences and get him a papal uh, pardon because he's sick of being on the run his life is a mess he gets word that this is going to work he gets encouraging news from rome and in the summer of 1610 caravaggio takes a boat to rome uh, to get his papal pardon but what happened next is the subject of much confusion and conjecture, conjecture and it's shrouded in mystery because he fucking died on the boat Hmm. Oh,
0: kind of like that Charlie Chaplin mystery thing. Was that one? I don't know.
2: <laughs> now, the bare facts of his death seem to be... Oh, we should end this episode. <laughs> no,
1: it's
2: <laughs> good. It's, good. It's, good. <laughs> it's, it's really good. So the bare facts of what happened to him seem to be thus. Uh, on July 28th, um, an anonymous like a newsletter called an aviso from Rome to the court of Urbino reported that Caravaggio was dead. Three days later, another newsletter said that he had died of fever on his way from Naples to Rome. He did have a fever at the time of his death, at the age of 39, Uh, but people don't know exactly what killed him. It's a matter of historical debate. Some say that it was the uh, Tomassoni family, remember that guy he killed, Yep. who was a, a mob guy.
0: I know what is going to be the connector.
2: And then some say it was the Knights of Malta who killed him in revenge for him injuring one of their number. Can I take a guess? Hold on a second. No, but I. I But hold on. I'll I'll let you guess. Some say he died of syphilis because he was a rough and tumble fucker.
0: He would throw artichokes at you if he liked it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Some say he died of malaria or other. uh, um, a disease called brucellosis from unpasteurized dairy, which would be the funniest way to die. Um, But, Chris what do you think caravaggio died of
0: well here i am sitting over here trying to figure out what's making this guy so batty here was you. it a mental illness or well how about this was
2: he using paints that had lead in them initial tests of uh, caravaggio's remains in 2010 suggest that he might have died of lead poisoning that's interesting. His paints used at the time contained high amounts of lead salts, and Caravaggio was known to have indulged in violent behavior as caused by lead poisoning. Apparently, he was also a very messy painter, I read. Yeah, he would <laughs> sniff his paints right up into his brain. Yeah. What? Other research says that he died of a result uh, of a wound sustained in a brawl in Naples. Hmm. But he was painting nonstop with, like, primitive lead paint, acting mm. like a damn... Wild, crazy guy. Interesting. Now, here's the weird
0: thing. His life was insane. And he was, the last few years of his life, he was trapped in a fury of paranoia and frustration and violence. Mm-hmm. But his art still lives on, and it, the memory of him is still very bright, in especially people who celebrate art. Like all these years later Probably forever Yes it probably made his indent th- Forever in human history So what would you choose? Would you choose Making an <laughs> impact like that On the world? Or would you Prefer a calmer More chill life Without mm. all the mental And physical anguish
1: That's a good question And also
0: he caused Some deaths Of some other people Right Which So, is so
1: you're kind of A tormented cool. guy But you are remembered For centuries As a genius or you yeah. you live a good life, but you're not known as a genius. Yeah, like you, you don't make yeah. it. I think I'd pick the good life, because when you're dead, <laughs> what does it
2: matter anyway?
0: Guess what, guys? I got news for you. I think we already picked a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Woo! Yeah, you're we're right. We're three Caravaggios. That's the new name no. of evil man. <laughs> no, no. We're the opposite. We're, we're, the, uh, we're the chill guys. Oh, no, damn. I didn't understand. Because <laughs> I see myself as a Caravaggio type figure. Well, people
0: listening to evil men definitely are reminded of Salome holding uh, John the Baptist's head yeah. painting. They're like, it's as, it's as stark and, uh, and uh, you know, the play of light and shadow of evil men. Oh, my God. People
1: do talk about us like that. Mm-hmm. You never know. It might make an impact. We may have to make a castration channel on our Discord. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> um.
2: But you brought up that he has... Yeah, he's gone down the centuries. He he was sort of forgotten when he died, even though he had been super famous at the time. Yeah. And then he had a resurgence, and now he, his place in art history is established forever. He's especially seen as like a uh, pioneering like queer painter who painted queer scenes with um, homoeroticism in his work that is not hard to read when you look at those paintings of these young sort of... Um, Coquettish boys offering you fruit and wine, oh, staring well, I did at notice you. that, like,
0: that's the sexiest of Bacchus uh, interpretation I've ever seen. Almost looked like a, a Japanese geisha with the painting of
2: Bacchus's
0: face. Yeah.
2: I was like, okay, but, you know. Imagine going to a restaurant or a nightclub and you got this tipsy Bacchus coming up to you. You know what? I also... Yeah, if i'm yeah, yeah. gonna have pictures of paintings of little boys up
1: i want them to be a little less uh you know something a little more rough and more adult you know you like them rough yeah 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 i don't need. I like these rough sort of, and tumble boys yeah
0: attractive yeah no um but another thing you said earlier which i i want to reference um i've seen some homer eroticism myself too it's oh, really? a cartoon of Homer and Marge doing it. <laughs> in That's their bed. Homer
2: erotic.
0: Yeah. Oh, good one. Thank you. Homer erotic. Homer eroticism.
2: So Caravaggio never married, had Don't. no, no oh. known children. Whoa, so, not do <laughs> Homie.
3: <though. laughs> oh, me. <laughs>
0: the, be- the worst part about Simpsons porn is that not the the main voice actors, like, but randos do the voices. Takes you out of it.
1: <laughs> I can't believe they didn't get Dan
2: Castellaneta to <laughs> do it. I know he'd be good at
3: it. Oh. Caravaggio? Mm.
2: Um, he never married, had kids. That is known, at least. And uh, there's in, in none of so his Maybe he was Homer. Well, there are, and there's. Never an erotic female figure in the artist's oeuvre. Right. It's only women holding up a dead man's head. <laughs> but I thought he was.
1: For some reason, I got the sense he was sleeping with women. But maybe I'm wrong yeah. on that. Maybe he was. Maybe he liked both.
2: Maybe he. It seems yeah. he did.
1: And and the, I do mm-hmm. have one question. The the, the guy he castrated. He, they were fighting over a prostitute. Well.
2: It he might have been over a tennis match. might have been over uh, a gambling debt. Or it might have been over yeah. a prostitute. It's the typical three reasons that a guy yeah. gets Yeah. And also, history trees. is
0: fudgy. <laughs> history is like fudgio Because different people say hearsay to incriminate the person they're angry at. Mm. Like some of the evil men that we've done in the past, by the end of the story, you're like, and this all could have just been because they were Protestant. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know and like everybody creates this whole mythology about
1: you so even then like you H. Know, H. H. holmes I, I was disappointing because i don't think a lot of the legends are real
0: well that was the same with rasputin
1: yeah rasputin
0: seemed to be like yeah he was a big crazy in, weird intimidating guy but you never know a knight's a knight of malta or no the roman soldier who was it yeah any one of those guys could have been like
2: uh, he's actually uh, flirting with my woman, mm-hmm. but really it's something else. Yeah, mm-hmm. you never know with Caravaggio what he's up to. It could have been he threw um, he threw some French fries in someone's face, or you know, uh,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: They were eating so.
2: Back many French in those fries back days, then. he might have clipped his
1: toenail wrong and got a cut and got an infection and died. I mean, those people had. There's no
0: medicine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 35, yeah, your body was open for... 39. 39, yeah, your body back then. Oh, man, so you're really pushing it then. Your body is open for endless doom.
2: To put this in context, he died a year before uh, the age of Steve Carell's character in The 40-Year-Old Virgin.
1: Okay, Okay, now that contextualizes it for me a bit. That's his name? All
0: right. Steve Carell?
1: Yeah, what do you think it is? It doesn't sound. He right thought right his to name me. was the forty-year-old version. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is the forty-year-old version.
0: Hello, hello. <laughs> uh,
1: well, Mike, great job. Very interesting. I, yeah, um, genuinely very interesting. I'm glad
0: I know about Carvaggio. I
1: was glad to Vaggio, you guys.
0: Um, yeah, let's
1: bring out Vodge talk. Uh, why don't we bring out the Evil
2: Oh, look, it's dressed like Bacchus, or like a little tipsy oh, Bacchus. listening Aww. to the podcast. Look at it. He's got Rosie. holding grapes. Yeah.
1: He's got, like, um, petals all over him. He's yeah. got the laurel wreath yeah. around yeah. his head. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, look. Oh, look at this. Like he's pukes. humping my leg.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Down boy. Yeah, a little yeah. too much like Bacchus. Bacchus more like, like Yeah, a Horny Bacchus, not tipsy, <laughs> yeah. or both.
3: Eh, you never know.
2: Um,
1: who wants to go first? Uh, I can go first if you want. Okay. <clears throat> Jeez.
2: That's what Caravaggio would have wanted.
1: Caravaggio. Well, very interesting person. A crazy life. Doesn't seem like a uh, really mentally healthy, <laughs> you know, guy. Um, hmm. I mean, I... It doesn't seem like any of his murders were done in cold blood as far as I can see. It yeah. seems like he would get drunk, go have a fight, and kill somebody, which is definitely wrong and bad, <laughs> but maybe Bucked. not that bad, <laughs> and maybe for the kind of guy who goes out looking for a fight. Not that you, that, that shouldn't happen to you, but, you know, I don't know. It was not like he was sneaking in, like beating up old ladies or something. They were probably like... Dudes. Well, he
2: threw rocks at a mm-hmm. landlord, but that doesn't count. <laughs>
1: He he
0: was and, in and, the right. He was depend- evicted, right?
2: Uh, I think he hadn't paid his rent, but still it's okay to throw rocks at Atlanta. <laughs> but I think <laughs> it's oh, yeah.
1: I think it's a tricky one too because like if he cut off that guy's balls because the guy was horrible to, you know, the the woman he was a pimp of, yeah. then hey, that's not that bad. Yeah, but if he did it because it was up. a tennis match and he thought yeah. the guy cheated or something, yeah, he's a nut.
0: Yeah, he's like you're saying uh, I rigged the tennis balls, I'll take your balls off your rig.
1: Oh, good one, yeah Hey, what do you think of these tennis balls? I don't know, they're not really um, bouncy enough How about these?
0: Yeah, Oh, they're not really bouncy enough That's because they're Roman soldiers' testicles, you fucking nimwit What?
2: Uh, (laughs) Nimwit? Nimwit Dimwit meets Nimrod Nimwit
0: Dimrod Dimrod Okay, James, you're just building to a climax here
2: What's it gonna be, Mr. Hartnett?
0: Finally, James has an orgasm 1.1. one point one,
2: wow! You love Carvaggio so much, and I'll tell you what—I was this
1: close to giving him a zero point nine, but I thought eh, he did. What if he killed somebody? Kind of, but he—he he
2: threw, he treated a, a service worker poorly. <laughs> artichokes,
1: yeah, true, but maybe the service worker was being a
0: jerk, always taking the,
2: the side he, of the powerful. I see, I see. The fact that he
0: threw artichokes at someone is still in the annals of history, standing the test of time is kind of hilarious.
1: But he's still on the evil scale. I mean, I'm putting him on it, Mm -hmm. but it's just
0: very low for me. I'm going to give him a three because he did kill some people, but it was in a blind fury. (laughs) Yeah. And he was drunk. And also we got to remember the 16th century. Like who didn't kill someone? True. Fair enough. Like that's just how people lived back then. Mm-hmm. They were like, Shut up, clown. I said shut up, clown. Oh, I've choked him to death. Yeah. Like people or I hit him with a rock. Like people's tempers yeah. were not in check back then. They
1: didn't have Grand Theft Auto or Call of Duty, so they had to really do all that. Or Rage Against the Machine concerts. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh Caravaggio would have loved Rage Against the yeah. Machine. Caravaggio, wait, don't hit him. Listen to this. Banu, ba- banu, ba- banu. Go <laughs> in now. I think there should be a video game in the style of Grand Theft Auto, where you are Caravaggio <laughs> on a drunken night out with your sword. It's <laughs> brilliant, trying not to get arrested.
3: But that's trying to fucking amazing. Yeah, that's actually a really See? good idea. Yes. I told you, you're, we
2: keep giving away
0: money-making it's ideas g- on like this Grand
1: Theft Auto V, but you're Caravaggio <laughs> in Rome in 1590, and you kind of can go around. You can steal people's chariots, kill people with a sword. I
0: don't know if they have, do they have chariots, but or you know, point, a horse or I'm whatever. Yeah, steal the a horse. They had horses. Just make it a horse. <laughs> Here's the thing. His Grand life, Theft the back, last back, back half of his life, back half of his Laggio, did sound like Grand
1: Theft Auto. It's crazy. Yeah. We keep giving you know, away money makers here. It's funny too here. because he is like Jason Statham in Crank. Yeah. yeah. Everything but comes like, back to But imagine in Jason episodes. Statham in Crank wouldn't have painted. Like, maybe this guy needed a more active hobby. Like painting yeah. is so quiet and still and small. Like he needed a box. yeah, or, Jason or, Statham was a hitman in or Crank. bungee jump or something, or yeah. like, you know, base jump.
2: I can't believe he found the time to revolutionize art while he was on the run and being like persecuted. If someone's mad at me or is after me, I can't do any creative work. You know what I mean? I'm stressed. Yeah. That's what I was thinking,
0: too. He just whipped these out. And these weren't like yeah. lolly dolly blues and yellows like Maud Lewis over here. These yeah. were Caravaggio's. <laughs> and like, I love Maud Lewis, but Mod you know Lewis. what I'm
2: saying? The, the knights of malta were after me a few months ago Yeah and i had to have a, i had to write a script and i didn't i missed the deadline because i was so stressed uh, about it last time the knights of malta were after me i couldn't riff any nonsense imagine it was all coming out serious <laughs> imagine
1: we go to comedy bar and there's just two full knights in like full armor standing in the back of the room and i'm like hey mike it, don't you know those knights of malta and you're like oh shit i got to get out going, of here zoom, 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 zoom yeah and run away and they're just sort of standing there milling around these two
2: uh, knights in full armor <laughs> well i guess the last number for the evilometer falls to me the man who created this episode caravaggio <laughs> um uh not the worst guy we've done and if it was lead poisoning that made him go absolutely fucking mm. psycho i guess that's understandable mm-hmm. uh didn't seem like a cold-blooded guy he just seemed like a hothead who let fame go to his go to his head. There's a chance he was cool. I think he was cool. Yeah. Until he became insane. And then he wasn't cool. Mm-hmm. Uh like Charlie Sheen, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Tiger blood. Yes. He was t- <laughs> I'm
2: gonna give him like a four point seven. Wow. Yeah. Hi. No, three point seven because he threw rocks to the lady the landlady's window, which is so funny.
0: <laughs> ah, I like that. Yeah. Alright. I like how your ethical code, <laughs> super specific ethical code comes through on some of these votes.
2: Why is he... Why didn't he own a play? I guess because he was always leaving because he was under arrest, but he's like the most famous guy in Rome. There's no, one Caravaggio has, Caravaggio no one property. Caravaggio can't afford to buy. This yeah. market is out of control. Absolutely.
1: I talked to Caravaggio the other day. He's renting.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Sad.
0: Well, Mike, I love that. Thanks, Chris. That was so fun.
1: I had a great time.
2: Um, It's fun to be with you guys I haven't gotten a text back
0: from Tim So it looks like there's no space for me on Last Sabbath tonight But both you guys Uh, are on Well, you should come
1: anyway Maybe they'll let you jump on By the time this
0: episode is out Don't worry, listeners, you can't catch them It's uh, coming out a few weeks later Mm -hmm. But you guys are both on Last Sabbath tonight True Have any new jokes you want to preview here on the podcast that you're trying?
2: I'm probably going to joke about the... Intricate play of light and shadow in 16th century <laughs> Italian paintings.
0: Yeah. Everything we talk about on our podcast translates well to live audience on stage. James?
1: Um, you know, I'm trying to work on uh, this idea about um, hot dogs. Why do we have hot dogs and hot dog buns? If you put mm-hmm. a hot dog in a hamburger bun, is that, you know, what is, th- like, this is just. Yeah.
0: That kind of steps on some of my is hot dog a sandwich bit.
1: Oh, that's your bit, right? I forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's good.
0: Well, guys, I think that was another great episode of
3: This podcast has been brought to you by The Sonar Network Sonar!